Welcome back to The Century, everyone. The Narrow Century, a podcast of... Whoop, wait. Looks like we've still got a few of you filing into the back there. No worries. Take your time. Anyway, this is a podcast of irregular tales, and I'm... Oh, sorry. It looks like the lighting guy is still working on his, uh, what's it? It's fine, Irwin, whatever. Make sure you're good and ready. Okay? Okay, great. I'm Gordon... Oh, for the love of... How many of you relate? Got your tickets in order? Yeah? Finding your seats? Great. Excellent. I'm the host. I'm Gordon Graham. We good? Great. Roll the thing. Roll it. Go. Coming in. Is the signal strong enough? Are you receiving? How many of them? Alright, I'll just have to assume you're listening. It's been hell and a half getting this equipment working, so I'd hate to have wasted all that time. I don't have to tell you it's been a hard year. I managed to ride out a lot of it here in this bunker, though I wouldn't say that I've been spared exactly. I was there for the crackdowns, of course, the ultimate liberty executive order that empowered, well, you don't need to hear all the details again. Listing the curtailed civil liberties and massacres would take up most of the little time I have. It was a hard fight against the laws that allowed it, suffice to say, but when that failed, we figured it for the end of the road. It wasn't, of course. I was there. Also, for the robots that supplanted the human peacekeepers. And there, when they turned on their government masters. The biobomb those mechanical monsters planned to unleash seemed like the worst-case scenario, and I was lucky to have gotten to one of the bunkers in time. It wasn't the worst either, though. The counter-strikes, with the world's nuclear arsenal, wiped out the robots, but then there was the fire and the radiation and the mutants to contend with. I listened over the wireless to the mutant cult's plans to use the old satellite system for a second, or third, doomsday, and I listened to other people saying that we ought to stop it, but it wasn't enough. They melted the ice caps and caused another great flood, burying most of the world under what should have been an impossible amount of water. It, too, seemed like the worst-case scenario. That wasn't the worst either, though. That was always unexpected with every new catastrophe. Rock bottom kept dropping away. Next, it was the Atlantean gods awakening from their slumber. After that, it was actual god declaring final judgment. After that, a horde of extra-dimensional devils, the second robopocalypse, the great devourer, the war on Christmas, Morto, the sapient virus, the big crunch. Every time, rock bottom fell a little further away, and we were left tumbling ever deeper, unable to fathom what could come after the worst-case scenario. Any one of these were supposed to be game over. What could possibly come afterwards? The long winter came after. Then the conquerors from the end of time. Then the end of time. Then the second war on Christmas. And it's becoming increasingly clear to me 
to everyone, I think, that there is no rock bottom. We're never going to hit the game over screen and see our high score listed for human civilization. There's no crisis, disaster, or failure so complete that we won't need to dust ourselves off, examine the wreckage, and ask ourselves, what now? Considering that can feel like a betrayal sometimes, as if preparing for the worst is admitting defeat, or at least admitting that the stakes aren't quite as final as we like to tell ourselves. I think that when we say that any failure can be complete, and some situations are too terrible to even contemplate, we do more to sabotage ourselves than to galvanize our resolve. Sometimes the worst does happen, and it's every bit as bad as we thought it would be, except for the part where we can stop fighting. I don't know if there's any point at which we can stop fighting. But we certainly won't get there by burying ourselves any deeper. More bad news came in over the wireless yesterday. The remains of the internet have fused with all surviving bees. Almost seems quaint after the year we've had. They, it, they, are not going to finish us off any more completely than the rest of this year did. But it's still going to suck. <sighs> Consider this my call to action however quiet and diffuse. I'm hereby abandoning my bunker. I might really need it, the bunker, but whatever's left of the world up there needs us more. Come find me, if you're able. However much more effort we need to spend, however much longer we need to fight, there's no reason we have to do it alone. The Narrow Century, Episode 10, Transmission J2SOV was written and performed by Gordon Graham. Music was provided with permission by Petunia and the Vipers and Hip Hatchet. For further episodes and written material, visit narrowcentury.com. Yeah, I never saw you down, darling.